When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, listeners. How are you doing? No promo this time for Luke's English Podcast Premium, but, you know, you could still check it out if you wanted to. But uh, I just wanted to say before the jingle here that this is another long episode, also available on YouTube with a you know full video and everything. Uh, consider listening to it in several parts because it is quite long. There's a focus on music here, music making, and also making jingles for our podcasts. And there's a large tangent in the second half of the episode about some of the jingles I've made over the years for my podcast. And I break them down play the original samples from films and tv and i probably talk too much but i hope that you find it interesting the audio is a little bit poor this time around just because it was quite a mammoth task to edit the video and audio for this complex episode so i just took the audio from the finished video and cleaned it up a bit anyway i hope you enjoy meeting rob and going on this long musical exploration with us in this episode it's now time to get started so here is the jingle You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Okay, I'm going to start. Do it. Hello there, listeners, listeners to Luke's English Podcast, and indeed video viewers, people who are, well, watching this on video because this is on YouTube as well. Hello to all of you all over the world. Everyone, obviously, is listening to this at this moment. So welcome to all, every single citizen of planet Earth uh, for this episode. So what's going on? I'm recording this sort of fairly late. It's dark outside. Oh, exciting conditions. Um, In this episode, I'm talking to uh, Robert Dylan Walker, to give him his full name, also known as Rob from English with Rob the podcast and YouTube channel. Rob and I already know each other. In fact, we've known each other for a few years as we used to be colleagues at the British Council. We used to, you know, teach together at the same language school in Paris um, until Rob moved to Germany. I haven't seen him for a couple of years, but basically Rob is an English teacher. He's a YouTuber and he's a podcaster. He's also a musician who likes to make music for his podcast. He's a photographer and video maker who likes to use lots of uh, special effects in his videos. And he's into jokes and films and things like that. So he's an ideal guest for me to talk to on this podcast. The plan is to have a bit of a ramble chat, focusing on things like how we both make our podcasts, especially how we include bits of music in our episodes. And later in this episode, we will be playing some of our podcast jingles, those little bits of music that appear in the podcast sometimes, and we'll be breaking them down a bit, explaining how we made them. And we had homework for this episode. The homework was to record jingles for each other's podcasts. So I'm, I've recorded something for Rob's podcast, and he's recorded something for mine. And... Um, The idea was to record jingles. Jingles are normally only a few seconds long, but I think that we both ended up recording like full-length songs. Well, I say full-length, mine's two minutes long. 
Anyway, so stick around to hear some of our music and generally to get to know Rob a bit and to find out about his podcast and his YouTube channel, which you might want to check out as um, good resources to help you in your continuing journey to improve your English. So let's say hello to Rob now. Hello, Rob. Hi, Luke. Uh, Thanks for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm really, really happy to be on your podcast. It's nice to have you on the podcast after quite a while. You know, I've been meaning to invite you on for ages. Um, Yeah. You... Finally, I was like, he's, never, he's just not going to ask me, is he? It's not going to happen. I, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have been meaning to ask you for a long time, but things take a long time in, in Lepland. You know, um, sometimes I'll just have an idea. I'll be like, oh, that would be a good idea. And then like months pass, glaciers melt. And then I actually do the thing that I was thinking of doing. Uh, but it's actually happening now, which is good. What happened then? Did you drop something? No, I hit a button and uh made a noise i didn't hear the i didn't hear it so okay so you were going off my facial reactions (laughs) yeah i just saw you go like that and i thought oh no what did he do but it's all right i didn't hear anything it's okay okay we're both on video i'm in my pod room you're you're in your basement now i actually is that right yeah 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 this is my basement here it's it's quite messy but um i've got a uh, you can't really see it on the video. I've got a green screen set up and um, I've got some cheap lights and tripods and um, my musical instruments are down here. It's where I escape to to be creative and record my podcasts and make my videos. And I love it. It's, but it's, I've got... Go on. I was going to say, I'm just jealous because it's a wicked space. You've got loads of space down there. Yeah, you've got a drum kit Am There's I right? an electric drum kit, yeah. Um, you know what? For the video people, I, I could put put the light on and, and point my camera around a bit. So, uh, sorry, oh. podcast people. There's there's a drum kit behind me. Can you see it? Uh, we can see it. And there's a keyboard over there. There's the green screen. This is the light that's lighting me now. Uh, my ukuleles. So it's yeah. basically it's basically like a little uh, music studio, a little video making studio. It's brilliant. It's it's a man cave, is what my wife calls it. <laughs> but I've got I've got sad news. I don't know. You might you might consider it good news. Um, in a year, all of this will be gone because in a year we are moving back to Paris. Oh, really? Because yeah, because my wife's job was in Paris, and they sent us here for six years, which will be over september 2022 so we'll be back in paris so i don't know what i'm gonna do because you know here in frankfurt it's cheaper to have an apartment but in paris even if you're outside the peripherique you know outside of the the big ring road which is quite far away um still the price per square meter for um a place to rent is super expensive. So we will be downsizing when we move and I will miss my basement. That's for sure. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, yeah, it's just, I, I totally understand. Yeah. Paris is, um, yeah, it's very cramped. Everyone lives in tiny apartments and, uh, yeah, yeah. For the same amount of rent that you pay now, um, you will doubtless get somewhere smaller. So, oh my God, are you going to lose your man cave? 
Yeah, and I don't. There's so much stuff in here. I mean, it's not just man cave stuff. We've got um, boxes of old clothes, and you know, suitcases. And where does all this stuff go normally? Normally, um, I don't know if you have one. When I lived in Paris, we had a cave, which is like a small basement space, but it's it's just a storage space. It's not really a room, so you yeah. can't be in there recording a podcast because you can't plug anything in not at all but most most apartment buildings in paris do have yeah as you say a, a cav which is a, a cellar essentially um it's sort of got often it's got an earthen floor um yeah. and there's no electricity supply down there and it gets very cold and it's dark so yeah you can't really do anything except like keep your old bits of furniture in it um yeah yeah well okay good luck i mean maybe you'll have to like you know rent a little little space somewhere i I don't know um but you'll work something out yeah that's you know that is actually the dream to have my podcast and my youtube channel in a place where it can pay for me to have a space to be a studio um but it's not as convenient as it being in your house and right now where my numbers are i'm no nowhere i don't even pay for the my editing software that i have to pay for monthly yeah it's hard to monetize this stuff it it really is it takes a long time and you've got to be quite sort of almost like ruthless about it in a way you know anyway i mean i'm i don't really understand that stuff either but you've you know it, it you start getting into things like you know, clickbait, and it, it basically the entire yeah. thing has to be about money, monetizing every single inch of what you do. Yeah, and I don't, and you, I don't want to do. I don't like doing that. You know, you, ha- you have to follow the SEO and all of this sort of stuff. And I have looked into it, but this is basically a hobby. I'm just to create. If it wasn't for you know YouTube and podcasts, I would be in this basement making music and making videos anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, it's it's like it's a you know it would be nice to be there but i'm not putting my all into it right now because i do have a full-time job and i i have kids so and especially during the pandemic because we are keeping the kids the kids have been at home when we've been homeschooling for months so there's this is partly my um jump into podcasting instead of video making because it's just so much easier to produce yeah. Then filming a video and trying to edit it and have it out in a week and write it as well. I mean, I'm loving podcasting. It's great. All right, that's entirely the, the thing I love about it too. It's unbelievably better than doing video. <laughs> video is a pain in the neck for so many reasons. One, you've got to make sure it looks right. And you've got to put your your own stupid face on the screen and you get all self-conscious about how you look. And, you know, it takes such a long time. You can just spend ages just trying to get the lights in the right position so you don't look totally, you know, stupid. And then uh, there's the, the size of the files involved and the time it mm. takes to encode all of it and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky. But audio, oh, I love it. I just absolutely love editing audio. It's so much easier, so much more efficient. And also, I actually believe that the end product is sort of better for this, for what we're doing, which is helping people learn English. I think that with audio, people can get more absorbed into just the English, that when people watch video, they, you know, most of their attention ends up going on the visual side of things because you know we are naturally visually you know we we are visual people humans mm-hmm. 
beings, yeah. He, visual beings, creatures, I don't know. Um, and so we, you know, the visual stuff kind of takes um, um, precedence over everything else. But with audio, it's just you and the English, just the voice in your ears. And um, I think that's really good. So for me, I I hesitated with doing the podcast for a while because I feel like um, my voice isn't right. But now I'm okay with it. But with video, I really got I started making videos just music videos and music videos for my family and I really got into the editing so the editing is really I enjoy it it's a passion and I love nothing more than sitting down for hours with um after effect adobe after effects and adobe premiere pro and one of the things that really got me into it was seeing on youtube um tutorials for doing special effects Mm. And trying all of those out and then trying to incorporate those into videos. Um, but yeah, I am torn because I feel like people look at screens too much these days. And I am just creating more content for people to stare at their screen. So podcasts are also better for that because you're not staring at a screen. You can be productive. You can do the dishes or go for a run while listening to a podcast, whatever. Yeah, definitely. But your videos are amazing. I mean, the amount of work that you must put into them and all the spe- the inventiveness, the special effects and the different tricks, visual tricks and things that are in there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great. I mean, I have to say that I am surprised that they don't have more views than they do. How do you feel about that? Because I, I often see some of your videos that go up and I just think this should have like, you know, 100 times more, 1000 times more attention than it's getting. What's going on? Why, why don't yeah. you get more views? I couldn't agree more. Well, there are a few reasons. I think there are a few reasons. Um, one is that I don't post regularly. So I don't get into a nice algorithm. If you post every week, uh, the YouTube algorithm likes that and it pushes you to more people who can discover you. So that's one thing. And also um, some other YouTube English. Te- I don't like to call myself a YouTuber. Not until it's my job. So a YouTube English teacher, yeah. But some YouTubers, English teaching YouTubers, have, you know, taken me under their wing a little bit and given me some advice. And um, one thing is to follow trends, you know, see what videos are popular that other teachers have done Mm -hmm. and make those. But I, I don't do that. My videos are often based on something I want to teach my real life students. So I think I'll make a video about that and then show it to them. Or sometimes they're based on a special effect that I want to do. And I think, (laughs) how can I work this into something about the English language? Hmm. But yeah. And the other thing actually is something that I learned through you, not directly, but before this podcast, Luke sent me, a podcast to listen to uh it's adam buxton being interviewed and adam buxton is another podcaster who well, i really like him from his days before his podcast even um and he's very creative and very visual and puts a lot of work in and he was talking about in this interview he was talking about how he'd created something for the radio and showed it to his producer who was Carl Pilkington, who is also quite famous, if you've seen Idiot Abroad, that's him, he used to be a radio producer. It's a funny thing that, yeah, it's a weird, funny crossover that 
Carl Pilkington used to be Adam Buxton's producer. But yes, yeah. so so he made something for the radio. He he played yeah. it to Carl. He played it to Carl, and Carl said, um, "Nah, you've worked too hard on this. People don't like it when you put too much effort in." But you got to do it in a Carl Pilkinson voice, though. <laughs> okay, oh, Manchester. Are, no one's nah, going to like it. Nah, no one's going to listen to that. You, you put so much effort in, you know. It's, you've like, done too much. People don't care. People too don't much want effort, that. You, People just you know want to listen to you mucking about and that. No one wants to listen to the thing you spent ten hours doing. The point he, the point that Carl was making there is that when someone is making too much effort if, in the content that they're producing, that people can sort of smell it. That it starts mm-hmm. to smell a little bit like, oh, they're trying too hard. Yeah, and I, I can actually understand it. It make it would make someone feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, what if I don't enjoy it? They've put some so much work into it, and it really rings true if you think about the Ricky Gervais podcast, which um, Carl Pilkington was on. They didn't spend hours making jingles. They did their jingles live when it was monkey news. He'd just go, it's, it's monkey news. Monkey oh, news. What, what was the I monkey news was, jingle? It was like monkey news. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah, there was some uh, profanity. Yeah. Um, yes, very interesting. And I, so the, the 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 point we're making here is that when making content, you've got to strike the balance between keeping things quite. What's the word for it? Spontaneous and natural. Mm-hmm. At the risk of of sort of losing a certain level of control right um and discipline but on the other yeah and and what am i trying to say that if you try too hard and put so much effort and control every single moment of the content you're making that it can in fact weirdly stifle some natural charm that comes through Mm -hmm. and this is something you know i mean i've been doing this for like 12 years and you know there's something i often deal with that some episodes, so I get an idea and I'm like, right, I'm going to go for this idea. And as I start preparing it, I realise that I am essentially writing out word for word exactly what I'm going to say. And then I've got a script and then it's just a robot repeating, reading through a script. And yeah, it's just it's like... really hard to sound natural, isn't it, when you do that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting better at reading out a script and making it sound natural and stuff. Um, but... Then I've got episodes where I'm with my friends Amber and Paul, and like the most recent episode with them, we would they were around for lunch, and I hadn't planned to do an episode with them, and I was just like, do you want to do a podcast? And they were like, yeah, all right. And so oh, I got okay. the got the gear out, and I was like, right, let's go. I had no idea what I was going to do, and those are at, often the best episodes with them. It's just like, right, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm just gonna, ha- I just have to hope that we're going to say that we're going to have things to say and that we'll be able to keep going for about an hour and then total spontaneity somehow is more engaging to listen to Mm. um but you've got to strike the balance because if you're just being spontaneous then you run the risk of being another one of those content creators who's just like yeah we'll just switch we'll just turn the microphone on we'll just riff we'll just ramble and you know that can drift into shit you know yeah whereas especially if you don't if you don't sorry to interrupt especially if you don't know your guests because you have massive rapport with paul and amber obviously you're uh, really good mates and if i was if i invited someone onto my podcast which i do i invite people who i've never met never even spoken to just 
know them through their content on Instagram or on YouTube. And then I just said, okay, let's just chat. It would be too risky. So normally I have like um, a list of notes and, and things to do mm. things to get through. It's a, it's a, get, it's a question of word. <laughs> to get, just let me just get through just this. Get through it. Things to enjoy, things to chat about, things to talk to about. Go things to, to Yeah. Go through. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit like comedy stand up, you know, you've got your material, which is really important because if you don't come up with material, then you're going to go on, on stage and you're just going to be useless unless you're absolutely on fire that particular night. So you've got to have your material. But then again, if you stick too rigidly to the material, then you're not in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when comedy is at its best, when you are sort of in the moment and you're kind of, you, you're aware of maybe what people are thinking in the room and you're able to voice what people are thinking. And then you've really got everyone, like you've got everyone's attention. So you kind of do the material, but you've got to be ready and willing to move away from it and respond to what's going on in the room at the same time. It's all that stuff. It's all a bit mysterious. Um, now, 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 now. So actually, before we carry on, ha- um, brief, brief life story. Go. Okay. So okay. you're from Leicester in England, in the East Leicester. Midlands. Uh, Leicester is right in the middle of England. And uh, so school there, university in Coventry, which is really not far away from Leicester. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to stay in my band uh but- but I didn't. And don't worry, I'm not going to go into that much detail. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, I, I met my wife when uh, we were on a university exchange in the Netherlands. I was studying geography because I knew I wanted to travel around. I didn't actually know what I wanted to do at that point, but I knew I liked travel and exploring. So I did geography. And then after I finished my university, we moved to London together and my wife got a job with a French company and uh, they like their employees to move around a lot. There are lots of contracts which are up for grabs. So after uh, six years in London, we moved to Cambodia and we lived in Phnom Penh for mm. three years. And uh, that's when I started teaching English because I was a photographer. After university, I took up photography in London, became a photographer and a photo editor and then when I was in Cambodia, um, I got into teaching at a university and I was teaching photography at a university, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. And that's when I found that I enjoyed the teaching more than I enjoyed the photography. Uh, and I, I took some English classes, th- not took some English classes, taught some English classes there also because they, an English teacher left. Um, but I wasn't trained. And uh, I realized that I didn't actually know much about English grammar. I had to learn what was the difference between the present perfect tense and the present simple tense and conditionals and all this sort of stuff. So when my wife's job moved to Paris, uh, that's when I did my CELTA, my English teaching um, qualification. And I was teaching at uh, going from office to offices, teaching business English to people. And then I started at the British Council where I met your fine self, Luke, and really enjoyed that there, teaching kids, teens and adults. Then uh, we moved to Germany and I've been here for five years doing the same, teaching English to business people and at some small language schools. And um, in the meantime, 
doing videos and podcasts in my spare time. Mm. There you go. History. Brilliant. One of the things that struck me uh, uh, about meeting you was uh, was the music, because I remember I, I remember seeing you go into one of your lessons. You were teaching kids at the British mm. Council. I remember you going into one of your lessons with a ukulele. And I was like, what are you doing with a ukulele going into? <laughs> That's really cool. And um, I think you played me one or two of your songs, because maybe your early videos were for kids. And, and yeah. you use the ukulele and, and, and stuff. And, and basically you were kind of going into class and you had the, the ukulele. You were just making up songs in the class with the kids and they loved it. And I had to cover for you one day and you said, hey, you should bring your ukulele. And I was like, what? I can't just make up a song. And I did it. And and it was all right. But I'm, I've always been impressed by your ability to kind of come up with songs. For me, it's more difficult I, i'm i'm musical i like to play music but i'm not great at coming up with songs or songwriting <clears throat> and the other thing was you had where is it you had um one of these a, a korg chaosolator so mm, audio right listeners here. i'm I've, I've got it in my hand right now it's a little gray um thing it's just described as a dynamic fate uh, a dynamic phrase synthesizer you've got the ca- uh, Chaosolator K2. I've got the... Is it the K2? Um, it's the second incarnation. Yeah, it's a Korg Chaosolator 2. But I, th- I think you got... Um, this is like the one for playing stuff live. You've yeah. got the um, computer... Um, I don't know how you would describe it. What's the... <laughs> I don't know either. But it's, it's more for I looping got, and stuff, isn't it? I've got the Chaosolator 2S. And essentially what you can do with this, you, you can create these loops... And then you can um, transfer them to Ableton on your computer, and then you can kind of mix them, and you can um, sequence them and stuff in in there. And it's like a little pad that's, I don't know, it's only a few centimetres um, wide. It's just like this little pad, and it's got all these different loops and sounds in it, and you can essentially make loops on it. And you can layer up all these loops together, and then when you put them in the computer, you can kind of like separate those loops and kind of, you know, as I said, sequence them. And um, you showed me how to use it and stuff. And you you inspired me to get one of these things and I used it and I made a bunch of tunes on it. It was great. But anyway, yes, you're musical and you, yeah. you like to do stuff with music. And that kind of brings us to you're plugging in your chaos laser right yeah, now, aren't you? I was going to... Uh... Do you want, shall I do that? Shall I? Um, yeah, yeah, come on. So what, what I was going to say is that this this brings us to making music and making jingles uh, for podcasts. And so let's get into this, right? And what, what we're going to do is talk about your process and maybe mine as well a little bit for making bits of music and making little jingles that we play in our episodes. So um, you probably use a, a variety of different things to, to make your, your bits of music. Most of the time for me, I'm using GarageBand, uh, Apple royalty-free jingles, and I'm just putting my voice over the top of them. So like the Amber and Paul jingle, it's a, it's a, a, a um, Love that something jingle. that, yeah, it's, it's an Apple royalty. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. <laughs> um, I can't, I can never remember what it's actually called, the original one, but it came with my Apple Mac computer that I bought in 2007. And it had all these loops in it. I don't think it has that stuff in it anymore, uh, the ones that you buy these days. And so a lot of the stuff I've just used with that. But but what about you? So I think you just make them from scratch. 
Yeah, I made them from scratch. This is my uh, sort of creative outlet. And uh, yeah, I wasn't keen on doing a podcast. But then when I realized, wait, I can make little jingles for it. This is one of the things that really um, made me want to do it eventually. But, uh, you know, another thing that made me want to do it, I know I'm going off the um, off on a right. tangent, was that being an English teacher, going traveling around and um, teaching students in offices, not like a place like a central school or like the British Council where we met each other. I don't really have any colleagues. So it's really nice to um, do a podcast and have just have a chat with a teacher. And normally before and after the podcast, we'll have uh, chats as well and establish more of a rapport. So it's doing the podcast is great for that as well. So yes. back to the jingles. Yeah, like you said, I, I plugged in my um, Chaosolator and this is one of the ways I make a jingle if I've not really got that much time. So sorry if this comes in really loud. Let's see. Okay. Are you going to demo? What are you going to do? Are you going to play us uh, a pre-made jingle or are you going to um, make one with us now? Well, I was going to just, I hadn't planned to. Uh, I, I was going to just make one right now. Yeah, let's do it. Can you hear that? Drum? So I, uh, yeah, uh, as we record this, my audio is a little bit, um, uh, well, quiet um, because you're connected uh, you to wanna... me by by Bluetooth. But no, no, it's okay. I can hear it. So uh, the the final recording will sound better. But yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. Okay. So I need I need a, I need something to make a jingle about. What 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 should it be? A jingle for. Uh... <clears throat> The, the jingle is going to be about your man cave, about your basement, okay, and, okay. and the potential. Yeah, how great it is, and how you okay, don't want so to lose it. I'm going to start with some drums. Let me just make sure this is on eight beats. Okay, so then I'm going to loop this. Okay, so that's looped, and now is that one of the drum and bass loops? It's drum and bass. Yeah, you recognise it. I thought so. And now I'm going to uh, find a bass voice and loop that. Let's see if this one sounds. Mm, don't like that one. That's quite fat. I quite like that. I like. Okay. Oh, I should do it. I should do it on the. So I'm just touching this sense sense sensitive pad. Oh. Sorry, the plug came out. Okay, so I'm going to loop something here. Okay. Okay, so that's looped. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to add a... Like a lead voice. So we go with something like... Okay. And then I'll sing something like... I'm in the man cave. I love my man cave. It's the man cave. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's brilliant. If I'm stuck for time, that's what I'll do. Otherwise, I will um, play some piano or, well, keyboard, or some guitar or some bass. Or if I've really got a lot of time and if I've not played the drum kit in a while, I'll play the drum kit. And basically, you know, you gave me the phrase, the man, it's about the man cave. Going in knowing what the jingle is going to be about helps to just play some random chords and come up with something. 
that's as deep as I can explain the creative process. See, that's what I mean about what, that, what struck me when I met you, because you had your chaos oscillator in the teacher's room and you were just like, hey, look at this. And yeah, you know, in just a couple of minutes, you created this little groove, this little loop. It's really, uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's really good the, the, the speeds with which you can do that. Takes oh, well, let, let me dis- dispel um, some of what you were talking about earlier when I was making music with my ukulele with the kids. What I was doing was something called collective songwriting. So I wasn't making a song to play to the kids. It's a process whereby the, the kids, I should say students, really, the young learners um, choose a, a key they choose the beat on the chaos later say which one do you like mm-hmm. and then there's usually a theme and um they each come up with their own words for the song either i'll go you choose a name of an item of clothing if we're doing items of clothing and a color or something like that depending on the age of the students and um they are giving me the 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 lyrics mm-hmm. and I'm singing it and they're singing it with me. And sometimes we'll have like call and response or things like that. So yeah. Uh, and they really enjoy it. Yeah. And it gets them. Uh, the only thing is it, it gets them a little bit too energetic. So you have to save it for the end of the lesson. Otherwise you won't get them sitting down again. Yeah. I can imagine. Okay. So, right. Now you've got a few uh, sort of jingles that you often play on your podcast and the jingles announce things like games or they announce moments when certain bits of language have come up. Can you play us some, can you play us some of those little jingles and um, okay, either we can um, explore how the jingle was made or we can just kind of have fun and play uh, one of the games because um, that's one of the things we were, pl- we were planning to do. Your, the, your jingles often introduce games. Uh, let's play some of those games and then quickly play Let's play some of those jingles and then quickly play the games too. What do you reckon? Yes. yes. I was going to say, we also have to uh, play each other the bits of music that we wrote for each other as well. We should probably get to that pretty soon. We shouldn't leave it too long. But... Okay, well, let's. what do you want to do? Like two jingles with games and then yeah. and then do that? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So, two, okay, jingles, so two, you... jingle, two jingles with games. We'll play the games. Then we'll play each other our songs and then... Um, um, I want to play you a couple of my jingles too, because I never really get to talk about them. Um, so, okay. So let's start with yours. Couple of couple of jingles and games. Okay. So another thing about my jingles is that um, I'm really happy that you want me to play them because normally they are one-off jingles. And this mm. one actually has someone's name in it. Uh, so I was doing a podcast with Is from English Idioms with Is. And this is... This jingle is called Is Do You Know What The Idiom Is? And then we're going to see if you can work out some idioms. Okay. Is do you know what the idiom is? 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 Is you know what the idiom is? <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like a glam rock type thing, isn't it? That's my most hard rocking um, song, yeah. And so I, with that one, I just, 
I, I knew it was going to be called Is Do You Know What The Idiom Is? Because that's such a catchy lyric. Yeah. And the teacher's just, name is Is? Is Well, it's Isabel. Right. So she shortens it to Is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really funny, actually. She, her, her videos, she every video on Instagram explains an idiom and it's really, really funny. Okay. So these are all animal idioms to make it easy for you. So you have to tell me what the idiom is. I'm going to tell you like the, what it, what it means. And you have to think well, what idiom would say that. Okay, okay. So, uh, you, you can't stop moving. You can't. Ants, ants in your pants. Brilliant. Well done. Oh, I, I can, got I can it. do my yeah. little, um, if you've got, if, <laughs> now those things, right. Whenever you do a quiz, you've got like a, a, cor- a right answer jingle and a wrong answer jingle. Uh-huh. Now, what is that saying? Is that that's correct or that's good? Uh, see, I was worried that people can't hear it very well. It's that's correct. That's correct. And that's not correct. That's not correct. Yeah, that's and not that's correct. My is, daughter is, saying them. But that that's that's correct for me. It sounds like an American accent saying that's good. That's correct. That's good. No, you know what? Normally, because I'm conscious of that. Normally, after the first time I play it on a podcast, I'll say. Yes, that's correct. Oh. <laughs> Is that one of your daughters? Yeah, that's my oldest daughter. Um, when we're, she comes down to the basement and she loves shouting in the microphone. So I thought, yeah, just, let's just have you just do a little, some little jingles. Not jingles, really. I don't know what you, you would stabs. call Stabs. I think they're called stabs. Stabs. There you go. It's been in the business. Even shorter than a jingle. So if to have ants in your pants, yes, it's when you can't sit still, you can't stop moving, you've got ants in your pants... And you've got to dance. Next. Okay, uh, next game. This one I I thought you in particular would like because it's about bands. Mm. Uh, so it's called the Band Name Synonyms Game. Uh, so basically I have um, taken some band names and got a thesaurus and changed every word in the band name to a yeah. different word with the same meaning, a synonym, except yeah. the, the is the same. So that should help you. Okay. So for Here example, if it's, if it's the Beatles, it would be like the small uh, insects with shells on their backs. <laughs> yeah. I Something probably would like just that. say the insects, uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I steered away from the Beatles cause I was like, Oh, but it's spelled B E A T. So, uh, mm. and I thought it'd be too easy for you. As okay. Well. I get the idea. Okay. Here's the jingle. The words have changed, but the meaning's the same. The meaning's the same, but the words have changed. Do you have a thesaurus? Would you like to play the band name Synonyms Game? Very nice. Thanks. So there's piano on there. When there's a piano one, you know that it's I'm making it after my wife and kids are in bed. <laughs> because if I use the ukulele or the guitar, which I like to put through an amp, uh, there's too much volume, but the keyboard I can just plug in with the headphone socket and it's silent. And then I'll maybe sing it the next day if it's too late. The okay, words have so- changed, but the meaning's the same. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with synonyms here. Okay. So uh, you're going to give me some synonyms and I've got to work out what the band name is based on these synonyms. Okay. Right. I'm up for yeah. it. Okay. We'll do a few. I'm going to give you the easiest one first. The rotating rocks. The, the rotating, rotating rocks. rocks. Yeah, it's the Rolling Stones. Oh. That's All right. Correct. Yep. That's correct. Okay. Uh, 
so what about this one? One word. Smudge. 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 Okay, so smudge is like when, for example, if you write something with a pen and the ink is not dry and you put your thumb on it, you'd smudge it. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. Smudge. Uh, Smear. uh, mm. The thing with with thesauruses is it's not exactly really a synonym, is it? it well, it's almost, yeah, it's almost the same. Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know so what this could... let me help you. If you, if you write a word, or well, say, say it's a picture, yeah? Yeah. And you smudge it, then that picture, you will look at it and you say, blur, oh, it's really... Blur, 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 of course. <laughs> So blur because, um, yeah, blur, if something is not clear, if an image is not clear, you could say it's blurred and b- blur is a noun as well. A blur and uh, it's a verb also to blur an image. Okay. Yeah. If I take my glasses off, everything is, everything is blurred or blurry. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's two, there's, I've got two for this one. The, <laughs> the first one is it's a little bit dark. Okay. The cerebrovascular accident. The cerebrovascular accident, the mm. heart at- heart attack, heart attack, no, mm. uh, cardiac arrest. Oh, I should say that it's, it should be plural. The cerebrovascular accidents. The heart attacks. Close. I don't know if there's a band called the heart attacks. There might strokes, be there the strokes. <laughs> the strokes. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is a bit, strokes. A bit dark. Yeah. yeah it feels wrong to be laughing about it, but... Um... Well, yeah, but okay. But it's a good word to learn, listeners. A, a stroke is, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a serious thing that affects many people, um, which, you know, we shouldn't really laugh about. But, uh, you know, it's it's okay to laugh about things sometimes, isn't it? Uh, anyway, yeah. a stroke is when, yeah, I guess it's when a blood vessel in the brain bursts. And that can cause all sorts of problems. Probably best yep. not to dwell on it now. Let's let's move on. Well, actually, stroke. So the band are not called the Strokes because of that. It's it's a homonym where they. A homonym. It's, so stroke also means like if you have a dog, you can stroke the dog, um, stroke a cat. You know, uh, rub your hands along something. Yes. Repetitively, you're stroking it. Yeah, homonym, same spelling, same pronunciation, but two two different meanings. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're up for another one? Okay. Yeah, left, and one more. Um, yeah. The dents. The what? The dents. The dents. The dents. D-E-N-T-S. Dents. So a dent is like when, let's say if you have a car accident or you bump your car into something, you'll get a dent in the car. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> that's really hard it is yeah the dense it's plural shall i give you a genre uh i'll say it's a it's a 60s band 1960s band the dense um i can't think of a synonym of a dent damage yeah. the damage if it's if it's a really really small dense you might say this word the dent isn't very big if it's a small dent, you might say this um, i don't know i don't know it's not coming to me well i'm gonna give you that's not correct it's the kinks the kinks of course a kink i would say a kink is when you normally have something that is straight and it has like a little bend in it or some part Mm. that's not straight so for example a wheel a wheel normally your wheel on your bicycle will be straight but if the wheel has a kink in it then it's going to kind of wobble as it as it as it goes round. the kinks i love the kinks so much 
one of my favourite bands. Okay, that's cool. That was the synonyms with band names game. Um, do you want another game or do you want to go into something else? Uh... Well, I think it's time, Rob, for us to okay. play each other our our jingle uh, bits of music. So yours was 20 seconds long, but have but then this afternoon when you learned that mine was two minutes long, that you did an extended version. So does this mean that you've got two or you've just got one that's now longer? Hmm. I'm talking I, about mu- bits of music here, nothing okay, else. Okay, yeah, I, what, I didn't make an extended version. I I put, well, I, I cut it early to make it 20 seconds. Basically, when I record jingles, this is a bit more of my process, I don't just do one take. I, For example, I start with the drums, record the drums, and I will record like three or four, maybe five different takes with the drums. And if it's with my... Um, chaosolator with the drums uh they'll all be pretty much the same and it gives me a chance to when i'm doing the guitar or the piano to practice a few times instead of having to hit back to the beginning every time Mm. uh with this one that i did for your jingle it's real drums and when i'm doing real drums every almost every take is different so um instead of just playing the 20 seconds i i left it longer so it's playing the same jingle twice but different okay yeah. All right. <laughs> so you make can you, up for your two minute uh, wonder, which I'm excited it's, it's, about. You made up maybe a whole song. It's a rock opera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So do you want to go first? Sure. So, okay. so do, do you need to tell us anything about this before you play it or, or is it self-explanatory? Um, I'm pretty sure it's self-explanatory because it's so short. It's just a jingle for Luke's English podcast um, to say how good it is. Okay, I'll just I'll just hit play, shall I? Let's go. Okay, we're ready. Okay. I hope you like it. again don't want that okay yeah there you go <laughs> that is fantastic that is lovely Thanks. thank could you. you could you make out all the lyrics yeah so it's luke's english podcast uh fun chats and big laughs uh-huh we're learning english with our what is it with uh, with our man luke t yeah on the lep that's the bit i thought you might not get we're learning we're all learning english with our man luke t and what i did especially for you luke I didn't say podcast because I'm from the middle, or you might say the north of England. So I don't say bath or grass or castle. I say bath, grass and castle. But for you, I said Luke's English podcast and uh, laughs instead of laughs. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for doing that, for, for adapting your English accent for the for the song. That's great. That's It's sort of, it's, it's got kind of a Britpop vibe to it. Some of your stuff does. It's got well, like this kind of like a sort of early 90s pre-Britpop sort of um, 
um, lightning seeds kind of vibe to it. That's interesting because that is um, lightning seeds. Okay. Um, that's my main influence. I think for this one, I've been listening to a lot of Ben Folds 5 again recently. Do you know Ben Folds 5? So, I do. Um, that's piano and fuzz bass, which is like bass, but um, distorted. So I put some fuzz bass on it to thicken it out. And I always, always try to do harmonies. I really like doing harmonies, but I'm not very good at it. So some of my harmony outtakes are just so embarrassing. And <laughs> what I think normally happens is I end up doing an octave, which is just the same note, but higher. But I'm yeah. trying to get better at harmonies. But that can work. It's certainly double tracking the vocals can really help because it just bring, it gives it a bit more, I don't know, like width. Yeah, that's something makes... I should have said earlier when I was talking about my process. I always double track the the vocals, sing it twice. It makes just makes it thicker. And if you've if you've dropped a note somewhere slightly, because I'm you know I'm not a pop star. I don't use auto tune like everybody on the radio. Yeah. Um, if you've dropped a note a little bit, if you've got another voice of you singing the same thing, then it will hide it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do you want to hear my jingle for English with Rob then? I wanted to hear it since uh, you told me that you'd made it. Yes, definitely want to hear it. I'm excited. Okay, I can't wait to play it to you. Right, so this, yes. And you okay. made this to, to, when, when did you make this? T- today? Today. Right. So I, okay. I, was, I, I couldn't come up with anything. I had an idea in my head, but I just couldn't work out how to do it. But then today I was like, right, okay, I've got like an hour and a half. So it's time to actually get this done. Wow, and that's impressive. Like, I, I wanted to use drums from the K-Oscillator, and then I realised the batteries were flat, and I couldn't go out and get new batteries because I didn't have time. And so I was like, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? And these were, like, the obstacles that were stopping me. It took me ages to, to, to do this, um, to kind of finally be able to do it. But once I kind of got – once I got certain things in place, then it was like, right, I'll do the rest that's, of it that's right flow. now. You got yeah. in the flow. I did. I got in the zone, but it took me ages to get into the zone. You know, I just like every other time I tried to do it, it just like wasn't working and I abandoned it. What that's I ended often up way. doing. You, you sit down and try and do something before the deadline and it's like, oh, I can't get into this. But then when it's, when the deadline is fast approaching, that's when suddenly the creativity comes out of you flowing. When I your back's that. against the wall. Exactly. Mm. So I actually downloaded the Chaosolator app on my um, uh, on my phone. I've got that too. I got that it's seventeen euro. It's worth it though. Yeah. I recommend that to anyone listening. If you don't want to um, buy a Chaosolator, there is an app you can use, and it's it's really good. Can yeah, you, you just do looping uh, on it though? I don't know. I haven't worked out how to do it. Hmm. All all I've done is just I just got one beat that sounded great and i just played that single beat and that was the that's the thing i needed to and then i could just build everything else on the top okay so i'm going to play it to you it's me playing everything so i'm playing the bass i'm playing the the uh, guitar and there are some vocals and i also enlisted the help of one of my english robots i don't know if you've ever heard the english robots i have this is something i did yeah, years and years it's been and years. a while yeah yeah have you heard that then you've heard me talk about them a while, yeah, a while ago. Um, I, 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 to be honest, Luke, I've not listened to every single one of your podcasts, but I have listened to one with a robot on. I think when, yeah. I, when I first met you and you mentioned the podcast, I, I, I dug in and uh, found it, and along with the the pink gorilla story, things like that. <laughs> yeah. So I've got English Robot three thousand, English Robot four thousand, and English Robot five thousand. So this one's got English Robot four thousand on it. Okay. So. 
Here we go. I'm going to play it to you now. Let's hope this is not too loud. Here we go. English with Rob. He's got his own pod. He does a good job. Cause he ain't no slob. English with Rob is a podcast for learners of English, produced by Robert Dylan Walker, an Englishman currently living in Germany. In his episodes, Rob teaches idioms, useful expressions and grammar, as well as topics such as shopping, hotels and Britishness. He is usually joined by a co-host from another podcast, such as Martin from Rock and Roll English or Stunek from Phoenix English Podcast. Rob is very inventive. He often makes his own jingles which make his podcast enjoyable to listen to. English with Rob. He's got his own pod. He does a good job. Cause he ain't no slob. YouTube channel where he uploads amusing videos on a variety of themes and topics. In his videos Rob demonstrates his technical abilities with video editing software. The videos contain an impressive variety of special visual effects, which captivate viewers and show the world his original sensibilities and humor. But for unknown reasons, Rob's videos on YouTube do not attract the number of views that they deserve. Now is the time for Rob to finally get the recognition he deserves. English with Rob. <laughs> He's got his own pod. And he does a good job. Cause he ain't no slob. Wow. Someone just got a new theme tune. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, Luke. It's funky, uh, very well layered, um, all true. Even the bit, no, apart from the bit about not being a slob. <laughs> a slob, by the way, a, a listeners. A slob, yeah, we should explain that. Um, so a slob would be someone, it's not just someone who's lazy, but someone who's kind of not very hygienic. So as you can imagine a slob would just spend their day sitting on the sofa, eating crisps and just like leaving the crisp packets, you know, dropping the crisp packet on the floor, not really having a shower and just yeah. being a couch potato who doesn't look after themselves, a lazy slob. Yeah. It would be nice. I don't have the time to be a slob though these days. Uh, yeah. But it's nice, to, it's nice to, to slob out sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, like for example, if my if my if if my daughter's grandparents are looking after her, if she's gone to her grandparents, then my wife and I will invariably just live like a couple of slobs for for a few days. It's quite nice to just like sort of lounge around, stay in bed all morning. It's pretty good. good. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that that was actually really good fun to make, and I actually surprised myself good. at the end when I'd done it. I was like, "Bloody hell!" I'm quite pleased with that. That worked. Yeah, out. you should do it more. Not for, sh- not jingles for me, but jingles for your own <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm super impressed. I can't do that. Um, like the little, uh, what do you call them? Like blues licks on the guitar. I'm more like a chord strumming kind of player, but that was really. With this, with the funky yeah, I'm not bass. really much of a lead guitar player, but I, I can do the rhythm guitar stuff. But just a couple of little guitar lines. But I, I you know, if I try and start do a start doing a solo, it all goes horribly wrong, and I'll just hit all sorts of wrong notes and stuff. But uh, yeah, that was good. I'm happy with that. Um, so there you go. That was our kind of uh, little kind of jingle jingle wars jingle thing. off. Yeah, yeah. I actually, since we're on the subject of jingles, I would love to play you a couple of other ones that I've done. And I, I'm mm-hmm. curious to know if you can identify where some of the bits come from. Because I've got some jingles in my collection that I made using little samples. Yeah, that one, it's, uh, we're going to talk about English. We're going to have a conversation. And it's got bits from Spaced and some uh, other things I recognise, but I can't think of right now. There's there's two of those really. There's there's one that is is a the a, a podcast jingle. It's like this is Luke's English podcast. There's that one, and then there's one which is like we're going to have a conversation. Um, so let me play the one about the conversation because let's see if you can identify any of these things. I'm going to just try and find it. Oh wait, it. okay, okay. A conversation about language. That's it. I'm really happy with this one. I never I'd never get to play it enough on this podcast because I don't have enough conversations about language but whenever i i mean yeah whenever i do have a language-based conversation then i can sort of bring this jingle out but anyway here we go this is my conversation about language jingle it's not don't worry everyone it's not as long as the last one you just heard but can you identify any of the speech samples in this here we go hello we're talking about language sit down let's have a chat a bit of a chat sir a bit of a chat yes doctor just a bit of a chat what about that? About English as a global language. This is a conversation. Yes. I would like to talk to you. Okay, let's talk. Let's have a quick conversation. Huh? What do you think? That's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a conversation about language. Is, have you got a longer version of that? I think I've heard a longer one that's got there's, some space, something from space. There's in the it. longer version. It's just the Luke's English podcast jingle mega mix. Um, which is a different jingle. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you the things that I uh, recognise. It's not many, um, and I can't remember the name of the main guy who Dudley Moore worked with. Peter Cook. Peter Cook, yeah. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. There was a bit of... Am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah? The, okay. the classic sketch, um, The um, a bit of a chat. Um, what's it called? The Facts of Life. When it, where it, it's a, um, a sort of a teenager comes home and it's set in the, you know, the fifties or early sixties and his very upper class dad needs to talk to him about, uh, about reproduction and how, where babies come from. And he's like, Oh, Roger, can I just have a bit of a chat with you? Uh, a bit of a chat. sir. it's all very awkward because like father son relationships in those days were so uncomfortable. Uh, a bit, a bit of a chat. There's nothing to, nothing to worry about Roger. Just, uh, I was having a bit of a chat with your mother the other day and she thought it might be a good idea if I was to have a bit of a chat with you. A bit, a, a bit of a chat, sir. And it's very awkward. There we are, sir. Now, if you'll Thank excuse you. me. Uh, Roger, 
Yes, sir? Um. Ed. Yes, sir. Sit down. Roger, your mother and I were having a bit of a chat the other day, and she thought it might be a good idea if I was to have a bit of a chat with you. Um, a bit of a chat, sir? A bit of a chat, yes, Roger, just um, a bit of a chat. What about, sir? Well, there's nothing to be worried about, Roger. It's just that, um, well, to be perfectly frank, how old are you? That's from that sketch. I think, I think there's a mini joke in there in that the lad's name is Roger because that's sort of a old posh word for uh, sex, to have sex, to... To, <laughs> to Roger someone. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's just an absolutely wonderful sketch. I did a whole episode about it, actually, uh, um, years ago on the podcast, 170-something. So yes, one point, you got you got Roger Moore and Peter Cook... A bit of a chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not Roger Moore. Roger <laughs> Moore. Roger Moore in there as well? Roger Moore. No, Roger Peter Moore, Cook Jeff, and Dudley James Moore. James Bond. Okay. Yeah. I heard Richard Herring, I think. No, no, there's no Richard no? Herring. What What did you think oh, was... Which was The bit someone's going, I want to talk to you. I want to talk like to you. No, that's Eddie Murphy. Oh, crikey. I thought it was... Um, <laughs> that's the, completely the opposite <laughs> end. I thought it was um, Richard Herring doing his um, like Scottish voice. I would like but to it's, talk it's to American. you. No, it's Eddie Murphy doing an impression of Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. And well, it's, it's, from one of his, it's, it's from one of his stand-up things where Bill Cosby apparently called him once. And then Bill Cosby has like a, a he lectures Eddie is uh, Eddie is art Eddie Murphy about his stand up. I ran in the house all excited to talk to Bill and picked up the telephone and Bill got raw on me. I was like, "Hello, Mr. Cosby," and you hear, "I would like to talk to you about some of the things that you do in your show." Anyway, so there's there's that. And the only other one I got um, was, which I think, okay, I, I've got, I I know it from uh, something which it's sampled from the bit where it's uh, we're going to have a good time. And I think in the original one, it's like we're going to get loaded. We're going to have a good time. Wait, wait, and wait, isn't it yeah. from a song like Bentley Rhythm Ace or someone it's, like that? It's Primal Scream, Loaded. Primal Scream. We're going to have but a good time. Like, but, We're going to get loaded. Yeah, isn't let, it from let, a movie though? Isn't it from, um, what's that song? Stefan Wolf's song is from a motorcycle movie. Oh, um, uh, from uh, Easy Rider. Um, Easy Rider. It's is not it? actually from Easy Rider. It's from another um, Peter Fonda film, um, which is, you know, very similar kind of film. It's like a American film from the sixties about young people trying to do what they want, man. We just want to have a good time, man. And I think it's in a courtroom situation, but we all know it. You and I know it from the primal scream song loaded. I'm going to play the first little bit of that now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded and we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Away, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. 
Right. Yeah. To get loaded, should we explain that? Um, yeah. Drugs, isn't it, basically? To, or is it drugs and alcohol? To That's either or. In, in, both. Intoxicated, yeah. To be intoxicated, to get loaded. To get high, to get drunk, to get... We just want to get loaded, man. Yeah, we don't want nobody telling us what to do. We don't want nobody pushing us around. I apologize. But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. And we want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Okay, but I kind of cut it out. So the other bits in there are, there's Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie. It's mainly just Hugh Laurie, but a sketch from Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. And it's where Stephen Fry is playing this very, very pretentious professor. And he's talking about language. And then every now and then, Hugh Laurie turns to the camera and he goes, hello, we're talking about language. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I, and I just took yeah. that little bit. So let's talk instead about flexibility of language, uh, linguistic elasticity, if you like. Yes, I think I said earlier that our language, English... As spoken by us. As we speak it, yes, certainly defines it. <laughs> um, we are defined by our language, if you will. Hello, we're talking about language. <laughs> Now, I don't quite know why I enjoy that, why I find that so funny, where he just turns and goes, hello, we're talking about language. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's it's perfect for the jingle. And so I managed to cut that up where it's like, you know, we're that's what we're going to do. We're going to have uh, a conversation about language. And the other one is uh, from Chris Morris, um, Brass Eye. Okay. Where he is... Um, so, listeners, Brass Eye was a sort of um, satirical... S surreal um news parody show like the day-to-day -day. and one of the things that was done in there it, it was a bit like ali g in the sense that people would be interviewed on the show but they didn't realize that it was a comedy show they thought it was a serious interview show and the interviewer would be so ridiculous that he would push the limits of the other person's i guess personality or patience or something and Chris Morris is interviewing this guy who I don't even know who he is, some very old conservative sort of public school kind of person. And Chris Morris is talking him, talking to him about getting stung by a wasp. And he's, he's pushing it to a more surreal level. And the man goes, um, this is a conversation. And he's going to say, this is, this is a conversation which is ridiculous or something. But Chris Morris is so fast that he just jumps in before he finishes the sentence. And he goes, this is a conversation. And Chris Morris goes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just find that so this, this is a conversation. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Found out exactly what to think next. Still to come up, David Jatt meets Peregrine Worsthorn. Here's a point. We execute wasps but we don't execute dogs. We execute wasps because they sting us, and dogs give us pleasure. Do wasps really sting us? Well, uh, they do. I mean, I, I, they have stung me, and it seemed like a sting. 
Was it actually a sting? Uh, I call it a sting. I mean, I'm a you see, I've creature never of habit. been stung by a wasp. I don't necessarily believe we're told they sting. Well, I have been stung by a wasp, and they do sting. People say that snakes sting and snakes bite. I haven't been stung by a snake. I'm glad to say. Well, that's because they bite. If I had, I would or bite. Now that weirdly, I believe, and yet I've never been bitten by a snake. Why don't I believe? Why do a lot of people not believe that wasps sting? Well, uh, come out into our garden in South Bucks in uh, a summer's day. I'll find you a, a wasp, and I think sting me with it. What? You'd sting me with a wasp. This is a conversation. Yes. When you put this together, did you think, oh, I can have this and I can have that? Did you have them all in your head at, at one time? Or did you sort of do a bit of research to see what if you could find anything else where people were talking about chatting, conversation? No, I pretty much, I pretty much had most of them in my head already. Mm. So that, that's basically it. So it's basically, hello, we're having a conversation about language. And then it's like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a conversation about language. No, that's, it's, uh, hello, we're talking about language. And yeah, baby, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a conversation about language. It works. It really yeah. works. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I could do the, the longer mega mix, but it, I mean, we'd be here all day. Um, I'm tempted, though. <laughs> I'm, tempted. I'm happy to listen to it. I'm, uh, I'm sure your listeners are too. Okay, come on, let's do the jingle multi-mix. Now, I did do a full episode of the podcast about this, but it's a, an app-only episode. It's only in the app. Oh, I was going to say, I haven't seen that one. Okay. It's a, it's a one-hour episode where I break down every single uh, vocal sample from this, but you might be able to identify some specifics from this as well. So this is the Luke's English Podcast jingle multi-mix. It's about I, 30... I, I'm going to see if I can... Am I going to... You're going to test me on who I recognise from this one too? I'm going to test you on this as well. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey into the English language. A journey into the DNA of the English language. Really? The DNA of the English language. Now, that's a really quite a strong claim. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Who are you? You talking to me? You talking to me? You know who I'm talking to. I'm a school teacher. Teach English composition. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? Yes! That's an idiot. You don't know what that is? And I don't know what this is. This is Luke's English podcast. Can't touch this. This is a masterpiece of the English language. All righty then. Just think of the accolades it's received over the years. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. And I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Ooh, this is going to be good. Really? Yes. I want to get into it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Luke's English podcast. And this is Britain at its best. Oh, you lucky people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, that wasn't so long. That was that was enjoyable, anyway. Okay, here's here's what I uh, here's what my ears picked up. Yeah. Well, actually, um, 
the first one I recognize, but I do not know where from, and I need to know the person who's talking about the DNA of the English language. Yes, so that is David Crystal, Professor okay. David Crystal, the famous That's why linguist. Because I've heard him on your podcast. That's why I know about it. Yeah, so that was That's from why it a sounds familiar. That's from a, a talk he did about the King James Bible. Right. So he's talking about, you know, the King James Bible. People talk about it as if it's it contains the DNA of the English language because people say it was the the first, um, you know, really first example of written English ever that, that we got. And people say it contained the DNA of the English language. And people make these outrageous claims about the significance of the King James Bible in the history of English. And then in his talk, he goes on to explain how that's not entirely true. Um, so yes, uh, so, you know, the DNA of the English language and also the bit where it goes, just think of the accolades it's received over the years. So accolades means like, um, uh, praise, like the opposite mm -hmm. of criticism, like great, uh, praise, great reviews. Gr um, mm -hmm. so basically saying, you know, think like of the when you, uh, won all those awards, like when I won all of those awards, all those accolades though. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that was kind of a tongue in cheek reference to to that so this year has been quite remarkable for bringing the king james version into the public eye a version that has attracted an extraordinary campaign of public relations really as apart from anything else just think of the accolades it's received over the years oh just take in the last 50 years churchill for example referring to it as a masterpiece of the English language. We'll go back a century. Coleridge, claiming that the King James Bible would keep anyone from being vulgar in point of style. If you follow the King James style, you'll avoid vulgarity, by which he meant, of course, um, using a style that was unelegant in some way. Oh, all the famous people have, have commented in this way. Charlton Heston, I mean, you know, let's go up a, a notch to Charlton Heston. He said at one point, the King James Bible has been an enormous force in shaping the development of the English language. Charlton Heston, that well-known expert on English language studies. And then we have people who have pointed to the relationship of the King James Bible to the English language as we know it today. And here, things tend to go a little out of control, it seems to me. Because people say here that the, the modern English language has been shaped by the King James Bible. Without the King James Bible, there would be no modern English. People say things like this. Melvin Bragg, for example, whose splendid book of books, by the way, came out a little while ago. A year ago, he was saying things like this, that the King James Bible was the DNA of the English language, a theme that Frank Field picked up, and it got a little bit of publicity, this, the DNA of the English language. Now, that's a really quite a strong claim. I mean, DNA, I don't know very much about genetics, but one thing I do know is that DNA is everywhere. So what we're saying, if we're saying that the King James is the DNA of the English language, is that there isn't a word that you can say that doesn't show the influence of the King James Bible in some way. And that, to me, is going well over the top. That is exaggeration. But there's also this. Ladies and gentlemen. You don't recognize that? 
I've also got another version which is which ladies and gentlemen uh, I've got another version which has got a different ladies and gentlemen that you might recognize how about this one ladies and gentlemen this is a journey anyway that, that, la- isn't that from some music that that first ladies and gen- the second ladies and gentlemen yeah the the first one is um the start of some song cantaloupe uh flip fantasia by oh, us yeah. three this one uh, Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening. Good evening. A recording for Blue Note Records. Wow. That's... Takes me back. I need to add that to my Spotify. I've not listened to that for a long time. That cantaloupe is like an old jazz standard. Herbie Hancock. And they made it to like um, sort of 90s dance anthem. Yeah, anthem? it's just... It's a tune. It's it's wicked, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that's from the beginning of that, and that that even was a sample of of someone presenting some jazz show at at Birdland. um, I think it's you know a jazz club, but the other one, um, which was uh, what's it? This this one, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, I know it. I mean, it sounds very old. It sounds like something from the fifties or sixties. It's it's um, what's his name? So it's the guy. presenting the beatles on tv in america ed sullivan Sullivan. it's ed sullivan um presenting the beatles but the thing is i would have got that okay i couldn't find it's like ladies and gentlemen the beatles it's that but i couldn't find the video of ed sullivan presenting the beatles and so i had to find a video of of the ruttles and because what (laughs) wait so there's a video version of this jingle no Oh. But I took all of the, the audio samples from, from YouTube videos and stuff. And so I found the, the, the Ruttles uh, version of that, which is basically they took the footage of the Beatles at the Ed Sullivan show and just replaced every time he says the Beatles, he goes the, the Ruttles instead. And uh, so I just cut out the ladies and gentlemen from, from that. Now, yesterday and today, our theater has been jammed with newspapermen and hundreds of photographers from all over the nation. And these veterans agree with me that the city... Never has witnessed the excitement stirred by these youngsters from Liverpool who call themselves the Ruddles. Now tonight, you're going to twice be entertained by them. Right now and again in the second half of our show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ruddles. Let's hear it, Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ruddles. Let's hear it, Bob. So normally it would be, ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. But he goes, I love the way his voice changes. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ruddles. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's that. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, that I also it? heard Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Yes, they are in there. Uh, MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Um, ah, and I wrote down, all righty then. And I, I was like, I know who that is, but I can't think. Oh, oh it's um, Ace Ventura. Man. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Jim Carrey playing Ace Ventura. Jim Carrey, yeah. What do you want? HDS, sir. And how are you this afternoon? All righty then. I have a package for you. And I heard James Brown. I want to get into it, man. It's James Brown from Sex Machine. And then the last one, which I'm, I don't think many people would get, but you lie people, is Tires from Spaced. Spaced, that great a, comedy show. Simon Pegg. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And... There's a journey into... The English language. There's a, a, 
There's David Crystal. The DNA of the English language. Really? The DNA. You don't recognise that? Really? What? <laughs> it's Seinfeld. <laughs> it's Seinfeld. Oh, okay, yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, no, okay. I didn't recognise it, but now you say it, obviously, I'm like, of course it's Seinfeld. Really? Really? The DNA of the English language. Now, that's a really quite a strong claim. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Obviously, Darth Vader. Vader. Who are you? I don't know where I got that. It's just some viral video that went on, that was online. You talking to me? You talking to me? Oh, uh... That's not Clint Eastwood, though, is it? You're talking to me. You're oh, it's no. That's, I've got the wrong quote. It's uh, De Niro. It's Robert De Niro, taxi driver. Yeah. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, then who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Oh, yeah? Huh? Okay. Huh? You talking to me? You know who I'm talking to. You know who I'm talking to. That is a guy called Steve Harley, who is a sort of American talk show host. I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. You don't recognize that voice? Hmm. Uh... I was thinking of movies with school teachers. I'm like, it's not Robin Williams. I don't know. Cause he's in, no. That is Tom Hanks in the film Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I've not seen it. Cause there's in the film, obviously they're all soldiers and he is the, he's the, like the officer in charge of that group of soldiers. And they're all, they've got a, they've got this bet going where they're betting on what job they think he does in normal life. Okay. You know, and they're all like, what are the odds on, you know, blah, 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 blah. And there's one key moment in the film where they're all fighting e- e- with each other. They've all started turning on each other. And, um, you know, he, in his, mo- he's like, what are the odds on, on my job? And they all stop fighting and they're like, huh? And he, and he tells them, I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. Teach English composition. And then they all stop and, you know, it's one of those, it's like a leadership moment. Sir, listen, so if he wants to go, just let him go. Are you going to shoot me? Are you letting this happen? Captain, you see this? Captain. Sir, Ryan's dead. Bullshit. So we have a situation. Bullshit. Captain, I have a sixth sense about these things. I know it in my bones. He's going to kill that son of a bitch crap. Now you're going to shoot me. Huh? He's better than you. Then why don't you just do it, Sarge? Do it, man. Put one in my leg and give me that million dollars. I'm going to shoot through your big goddamn mouth. Well, put your money where your mouth is and go with it. Shut do up. it. You don't know Pull how to shut up. Captain, please. Give me that What's the pool on me up to? I'll do it. I will do it. Rodman! You are a coward son of a bitch! I'm waiting, son. Zach! I'm what's waiting. the pool on me up to right now? What, what, what's it up to? Wait, what is it? Uh, $300? Is that it? $300? i am a school teacher. I teach English composition. This little town called Adley, Pennsylvania. The last 11 years, I've been at Thomas Alva Edison High School. I was a coach of the baseball team in the springtime. Back home and 
I tell people what I do for a living, they think, well, now that figures. But over here, it's uh, a big, big mystery. Like, huh? And he, and he tells them, I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. Teach English composition. And then they all stop and, you know, it's one of those, it's like a leadership moment. Oh, really? Yes. That was just some stupid WWF uh, f- or WWE WrestleMania fighter who just kept doing this thing where he just went, yes, 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 yes. And he just shouted yes louder and louder and louder. And I just took one of the yeses from My that. My wife does that sometimes. <laughs> Once a year <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, really? That is, what's his name from uh, the Big Bang Theory? You know, the kind of geeky, the super geeky one? Sheldon. Sheldon, that's him, yeah. Yes! You don't know what that is? I don't know what this is. So that is that is from a viral video of a girl in a supermarket, and she's got a VHS cassette. She's a little girl. She's holding a VH, VHS cassette, and she's gone up to her mum and says, what is this? And she's like, you don't know what that is? And she says, no, I don't know what this is. And it's in some southern town in America. All right. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. And I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Sorry. Was that like my father before me? Was that a shout out to Rick? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And oh, this is going to be good. That I think that's from like SpongeBob or something like that. Um, Really? And there's Jerry Seinfeld again. Like, really? Is it really going to be good? That's James Brown, of course. We've got to play that. James Brown's Sex Machine. That's also a, a very commonly sam- uh, sampled bit in hip hop. Yeah, definitely. Like, and his his voice is just instantly recognizable as well. Yeah. I want to get into it, man. Yeah. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Go ahead. I want to get into it, man. You know. Go ahead. Like a like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it. You know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up. Stay on the scene, get on up. I like a sex machine, get on up, get up. I want to get into it, man, you know. You know, in Japan, like, I, I lived in Japan, and, like, um, one of my friends told me that in Japan, they think that he's going, get on, pa. Right? Get on, pa. Okay, get on, pa. Get on, get on. Right, get on pa means nothing, but get or get or is what is the noise that a frog makes. It's like going ribbit ribbit. Okay. <laughs> so for them, like it's like the frog song, because it's some guy going get on pa, and then in the background get or get or get on pa, get or get or get on pa, get or get or. God knows what they think <laughs> that is. That it's something about frogs. <laughs> I think, well, whatever they're thinking, they they just know that it's funky and pure yeah definitely classic song all right let's let's finish this jingle off this is going far this is going on far too long i'm sorry everybody this is luke there's ed sullivan again at the end ladies and gentlemen this is luke's english podcast english podcast and this is britain at its best yeah i did i i recognize that is it from a tv advert for something um that is from the day-to-day another chris morris thing 
Oh, okay. And it's from the episode of the day to day, which is again, a parody news show where, um, the prime minister and the queen have a fight that during the prime minister's weekly meeting with the queen, they get involved in a physical fight. And, and the headline, would it have been Blair in at that time? It was John major actually. Okay. Oh, pretty old then. Yeah. Yeah. And the report, it, it, the, the, the situation escalates and escalates until it becomes a national crisis. And then on the, on the, on the news, they say, because the crisis has worsened dramatically, uh, we're going to play a video which is held uh, at the BBC here to be played in times of crisis. And then they play this, this little montage, which is supposed to restore everybody's faith in the country and how everything is all right. This is Britain and everything's all right. Everything, <laughs> like, yeah. it- <laughs> Keep calm and carry on, isn't it? Yeah. Everything's all right. It's okay. It's fine. All programmes have now been suspended on all channels to allow the broadcast of this film held in reserve for times of crisis. Britain is a nation built on the very scowling face of adversity. Its dauntless spirit unbowed by any crisis. This is Britain at its best. This is Britain, and in this glittering sea, this perfect fusion of man and mineral, we know that conflict will always perish in the brotherhood of flags. This is Britain, and everything's all right. Everything's all right. It's okay. It's fine. And then, yeah, the last bit is tyres from space going, ha-ha, you lucky people! Whee! So there you go. Why is That's... he saying that? Because because he's going to take them to a club or something? Yeah, because wherever tyres goes, this character, wherever he goes, he brings the party with him. Uh-huh. And so they're all lucky because they're all going to have a really fantastic time, thanks to him. You lucky people! Hey, you lucky people! <laughs> yeah, all right. Do you have Do you have one or two other jingles to to play to us before we Shall finish? I? Um, have you got another couple of games us. for us to do before we well, before we finish? Since, since we're um, all your uh, jingles about conversations, I could play my conversation jingle. Mm-hmm. Which I sorry, that's my computer coming back to life. Okay, conversation. So this this is the in most of my podcasts. I go through some useful vocabulary about whatever subject I'm talking about. And then the idea is that with, with my, with my co-host, I will um, then have a conversation and we'll try and use some of that. Well, naturally some of that useful vocabulary will come up. You know what? Why don't I play you the useful vocabulary and then the conversation? Okay. Here's the useful vocabulary. 
Okay, I realized that I'm that one is something I've not talked about before. Similar to the chaosolator, I've got this. It's called a pocket operator. Yeah, my brother's got and one of those. Yeah, it's it's this really cool like sampling machine, and it's another one where you can just be really quick and and make a quick jingle. And then here's my conversation jingle, which is drums from the chaosolator, and then electric guitar. Here we go. the conversation let's talk let's chat let's have the conversation about this and that let's have the conversation just me and you yeah have the conversation that's what we're gonna do and i like to let the end just uh you know fade out naturally especially if it's guitar because then i can come in talking over it and it can just yeah instead of just stop talk jingles have to have a tail ending have a have a to have tail. a long tail at the end. Like my, lingo. Yeah, the my my jingles jargon. have got a long tail at the end. I'll give you a little sample. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very recognizable. It's pretty long, isn't it? That, I the feel tail like I should end. be saying bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any more games, or are we? Uh, have we used i bet you do let's do yeah, one yeah, more yeah. before uh, we, we can do finish. okay this is called um which is the most expensive thing and i'm just <laughs> going to give you three things so the idea is to use comparatives language more than less than yeah. as much as Here's which is the most expensive which thing. is the most expensive thing find the most expensive thing that's how you cheapest thing you choose this is how you lose so which is the most expensive thing <laughs> which is the most expensive thing luke i've got three things which i went on a popular website and took some things in their special offers so i'm going to say three things mm-hmm. and you have to put them in order the most expensive to the least expensive okay so the first thing I'll give you is a, a front and rear dash cam for your car. Front and rear dash cam for my car so I can take videos of people crashing and doing stupid things. Yep. Uh, there's okay. no, uh, I didn't see a brand name, anything recognizable, but there you go. There's that. Mm-hmm. All electronics. So the next thing is something I'd never heard of, a UV LED nail lamp. And you, you put your, your fingernails in it. And I think the UV makes makes them sort of stronger, strengthens your fingernails. Oh yeah, I could be completely wrong about that. Does or does it do, does it dry out the varnish that you've put on it more quickly? Something like <sighs> it that. Could be. Um, but why would they need UV for that? I don't know. Doesn't you, do, maybe the UV helps to dry out the varnish? You just put your hands under, or maybe somehow you can see things more easily under the UV. Anyway, are you? Uh, yeah. People who have manicures will know. But anyway, uh, a UV nail lamp uh-huh all right so i wanted to i wanted to find something you weren't that familiar with i mean i was i'm guessing you don't use a nail lamp i don't because of the because just because of the shocking state of your nails yeah they are absolutely <laughs> appalling okay so that's the second and the last thing is um 
I'm never sure I shouldn't have put this gun. I'm never, oh, there's his nails. Okay. I'm never sure how to say this brand name. Bose, is it? Or Boza? Bose. I would Bose. say Bose. The, 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 the brand that makes speakers. I've got one here. Okay. Yeah. B-O-S-E. Bose. B-O-S-E. Bose. They make speakers. All right. Uh, so Bose or Bose, uh, they're called Quiet Comfort 35 wireless Bluetooth headphones with noise cancelling and Alexa voice control. So Ooh. they go through things. Which is the most, which is the least expensive? Okay, I think that the Bose headphones are the most expensive. And the, the reason for that is that, the, the, my reason for saying that is because I have, um, I've looked into buying some and checked them out and then been shocked, you know, like fallen off the back of my chair. <laughs> yeah. When looking at the price, you know, like, they're like 250 quid or something like that. The dash cams could be expensive. I would say they're probably a bit more expensive than the UV lamp. But maybe UV is like a precious material that costs like a million dollars a litre or something, you know, like saffron, you know, like saffron is the most expensive stuff in the world, pound for pound. Maybe UV is somehow, I don't, okay, it's not, is it? Let's be honest, it's not. Uh, yeah. Because every crappy it's, it's disco's got a UV to, to light. To go up to the sun to, to, to get some of it, right? To mine it, it must be. You've got to go into space to get it. It's like yeah. unobtainium from, from Avatar or something. There's like people fighting wars in space. The UV wars of like 2023. 20, when... All those spaceships melting. Um, I, I reckon that the, the Bose headphones are the most expensive and the UV lamp is the least expensive. And then the dash cams are probably somewhere in the middle. Okay, there you go. That's correct! Yay, I'm right! Bang on. Exactly right. The Bose headphones are €299. Euro. The dash cams, the set of two dash cams are €42. Euro. And the UV LED nail lamp is €2499. Only €2499. A small Bargain. price to pay yeah, for, get one for glowing nails. All right. That was yep. fun. Well, uh-huh. lis- listeners, viewers, if you would like to hear more fun games that can help you learn English um, through headphones. Maybe you've got a pair of those Bluetooth Bose headphones and you're thinking, well, I've got the headphones. Now I just need something to listen to. You could listen to English with Rob, the podcast. You could also um, visit English with Rob on YouTube in order to see some of Rob's incredible video editing and special effects skills. Uh, Rob, what do people do? Where do people find your stuff? Wow, you just just said it. Basically, the podcast, the YouTube channel. If you just put in English with Rob podcast, you'll find it. It's on. In fact, if anybody finds a player that it's not on, please let me know. Uh, But I think it's on most of them now. Um, Don't have a website, but I am on Instagram uh, and TikTok. I've, I've dipped my toes into the TikTok arena. Um, but I find it's a massive, um, to use it as, you know, not a, not a, not a contributor, but just someone watching it. It's a huge, it puts me down a huge hole. So I've deleted it off my phone a few times, uh, cause I find myself just sitting on the toilet long after I'm finished looking it's at a, TikToks. It's a dangerous wormhole. You'll get sucked in and, you, and you'll never come out again. 
Yeah. Yeah. I so, haven't, um, I haven't ventured there, into TikTok myself. Yeah. I, I do plan to basically, although don't bother if you're on Instagram, all the Instagram stuff and the TikTok stuff is the same. Yeah. So yeah, okay. they're my social medias. All right. Great. Well, it's nice to talk to you on my podcast finally. And, uh, it was really fun to kind of get into the music and all that sort of thing. And uh, to catch up with you as well, because it's been, I didn't realise that you've been in Germany for like nearly six years. Nearly six years. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's just flown by and um, yeah. You know what I was going to uh, say? Sorry, I was going to say this, that you have been on this podcast before. It's true. Uh, yeah, we, we went to watch uh, The Force Awakens together. And then straight afterwards, we recorded a podcast. But <laughs> my memory of that is that I was so flustered because I'd just come out of like a pretty big event in my life watching a new Star Wars film after after so long and you said okay we can't do any spoilers I was like what am I gonna say if they can't do any yeah. spoilers but not only that but I was with three professional stand-up comedians so I was just <laughs> I felt completely out of my depth <laughs> Yeah, I basically shoved the microphone in your face. I was like, right, what did you think of that? And you were like, yeah, I was the first um, as well. What did you think of uh, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens? What? He's never been on the podcast before, and then he comes straight to me. So I'm like... Really? Bang, straight in with a, with a, with a Star Wars question. Well, um, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I'm sitting here, and I'm very, very happy. Um, lots of things that I expected happened some things I didn't expect happened uh, I don't know I laughed I cried it didn't change my life but uh, you know it's but you're basically happy with it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a new world new hope actually the main thing I was worried about is not liking the new characters but I do so that's that's the most important thing I think that's positive uh, we've got just a bunch of French people who've just sat right next to us Darth Vader two dudes dressed as Darth Vader so yeah Honestly. listeners you may have heard Rob on the podcast before kind of going so if, you, um, um, if, if you remember that then obviously it was pretty bad no I don't remember you going um 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 I do remember uh, me basically shoving a microphone into your face and not giving you any time to prepare yourself yeah um, I, I said something like oh you're coming straight to me um <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> but I, I often start like that. Like at the begin, beginning of this podcast, you're like, how are you? I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, like, uh, I, don't know, I'm gonna, I don't know what to say. I've got a, uh, I'm supposed to be a podcaster and be able to speak very, you know, well. For me, my, my, my technique is pretty much to open my mouth and then let my brain try to catch up. That's pretty much what I do. Oh, well, you've had uh, 12 years of just uh, practice. You've perfected it. Start talking and sort of work out what I'm actually going to say <laughs> somewhere along the line, which does get me into trouble sometimes because I realise I've rambled into some weird place and then I'm like, what am I talking about? But it's all part of the fun. And I'm glad to know that you are enjoying that kind of thing too it's good fun isn't it podcasting long yeah, may it I like continue it. um being creative uh just just rambling on but also talking to people uh getting their opinion on stuff yeah so each of my podcasts is i like to have a theme for each podcast so that it's not just um tell us about yourself and then hearing a different yeah. teacher's history every time so you like to have a theme and then the games is something that i like to do because because it's a bit interactive, you know, if it's a quiz, then the listeners can be thinking about mm -hmm. the answers to the quiz to the game as well. So there's always a few games in the podcast as well. Yeah. 
yeah absolutely yeah i mean i laugh and joke about rambling and stuff but also a lot of the joy is in preparing stuff that you know is going to be useful and thinking oh people are going to people are going to like this like preparing stuff that is going to really help people with their english Mm -hmm. is great it's a great feeling and knowing that there's an audience of people out there who are willing you know and to listen to it and who are going to use it and it's brilliant I, i you know it's just great it's like the thing as a teacher for a while i was i've kind of my my feeling about being a teacher has gone up and down over the years there have been times when i've thought oh god you know i just can't do this anymore it's so draining so kind of energy draining um especially when teaching sort of like 30 hours a, a week or or more yeah it's so draining realize that it's there's a lot of for every lesson there's a lot of prep as well so you're not just it's not just the time in the classroom it's the time at home putting the lessons together yeah and the sense that often we don't get to spend that long with students so a lot of my teaching with adults has been spending like two or three weeks or or, or four weeks with it with a group of people and then they and then the course is over and i never see them ever again so i'm now at work with them trying to improve their english as much as possible in those four weeks mm-hmm. and then they're gone and that's it <laughs> next next group and so, you know, after years and years and years and years of that, you get the sense of like, well, where's the sort of long-term sort of development for me? I get better and better as a teacher, but it's not like one single project which I develop over time. But with a podcast, it's like this thing that you are building and mm-hmm. you, you build it over over time and it's something that stays with you and it's not just like this temporary thing or like a kind of... um uh, a conveyor belt you know it's just something you can continue to build so that's always been a great thing for yeah me. and and my you know i'm only on episode 20 but the the podcast has sort of shaped itself into a into a format now whereas and at the beginning i was sort of learning what's going to work and now and I, it's still going to change as i as i have different ideas and find things that work and don't mm-hmm Okay, well, we look forward to, you know, discovering the new episodes that come out and stuff like that. And we must stop because it's getting far too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been really good to talk to you uh, and uh, keep in touch. I'll speak to you again soon. Okay, but uh, all the best. Have a have a good uh, night and all that stuff. Speak you to too, you Luke. soon. You too, Luke. Thanks. Such a pleasure. You too. So that was an epic one. Thanks again to Rob for his contribution. Uh, Don't forget to check out English with Rob wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed the bits about music and making jingles and that you didn't get too exhausted by the length. Hopefully you just got carried away and enjoyed getting a nice big dose of English listening into your week. If you're interested in more stuff about jingles... 
Here are a few links for you, and you'll find all these links listed on the page for this episode on my website, as well as like Rob's YouTube channel and stuff like that. So here are some things about music and jingles. So you could check out the Luke's English Podcast app, okay? You can get it free from the App Store. Just search for Luke's English Podcast app. And um, the app has a category called Jingles, where you can hear most of the jingles I've made for the podcast, like the Amber and Paul jingle and more. So there's a whole category with all the jingles in there. And there's also that full app-only episode in which I break down every single uh, sample from the LEP jingle megamix, including some things that I didn't mention in this episode. So in case you want more of that kind of thing, check the Luke's English Podcast app and the jingles category. And on the subject of music, you can check out my recent tunes. I've been making little bits of music recently. You can check out that stuff, like the English with Rob song that I did for this podcast, and some other little bits of music I've been making recently with my bass guitar and my electric guitar. You can check them out on my SoundCloud page. My username is LEPTunes or LEPTunes, L-E-P-T-U-N-E-S on SoundCloud. Uh, But you'll find the link to that on the page for this episode. So there's the SoundCloud music, there's the jingles, the Megamix breakdown, and also uh, there's the music page on my website where you can find all the Korg Chaosolator tunes I've ever made and also old music mixes that I've made with my brother and a few comedy tracks too with James. So plenty of music stuff to get into if you liked all that sort of thing. But uh, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this. I will speak to you again on the podcast soon. But for now, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.